Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. You're listening to the Kang's Cast Podcast. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast. Like on Facebook and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Welcome to Kang's Cast. This is Steve Fresh with Eric and Ryan. We just want to uh, welcome you guys aboard again for our podcast. It's our 15th podcast already, so we're extremely excited to do it. Just a reminder, this is a King's podcast done by Kang's fans, and uh, we are excited, as always, to have you guys follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast, and uh, personally on Twitter at Kang's Cast Fresh, at Kang's Cast Eric, and at Kang's Cast Ryan. This episode, like all our episodes, is brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop. Give them a follow on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. They have locations in Stockton and Tracy. Also, uh, go on to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review, and we really appreciate your feedback. Uh, we're going to do things a little different tonight. We're going to do our own personal list of uh, what we're looking forward to the rest of the season from the Sacramento Kings. Uh, they're 24-33 and 33 right now. Currently four games back of the Memphis Grizzlies in the eighth seed, and they're nine and four in their last 13. So we've been uh, seeing some pretty good basketball out of the Kings. So to get our list going uh, forward tonight, starting off, Ryan, the stage is yours, my friend. All righty. Second podcast in one week. That is awesome. Uh, really looking forward to this one because it is uh, – you know, kind of kind of our expectations and things that we want to see going on for the rest of the last, uh, you know, 25, 26 games. All right. So starting off, um, my biggest thing that I'm looking forward to for the rest of the season is I want to see Marvin Bagley get healthy and play. Uh, the guys, you know, we're about to finish up his second year. Guy hasn't played much and he's been catching a lot of shit on Twitter, uh, social media from, you know, just random fans coming at him saying he's a bust already. Um, it's unfair. I want to see the guy get healthy and I want to see him play, uh, especially before, um, you know, the off season and all that. I want to, you know, I, I really want Bagley to have that confidence going into the off season and next season. Um, so that's my number one reason or number one thing that I'm looking forward to forward to for the rest of the season. What do you guys think? I think that's great, man. And it actually leads into, um, uh, the one I was going to, I was going to say first, and it has to do with health. Um, uh, for me, I, I'm looking for, forward to seeing um, the, just the Kings as a team be healthy and play together for like a good chunk of games. Um, really, I mean, essentially since night one, people got hurt and they haven't really played together for, mu- for much the entire season. And that does suck when, when you have a, an exciting team that you were looking forward to watching. Um, with the new acquisitions and Baysmore and Alex Len, um, 
Jabari Parker, guys like that. Um, I'd like to see them come in with you know guys who came on early, like Rashawn Holmes and and all the other guys who are here and play together. I think it'd be really fun and exciting. I think uh, you know Bagley. Obviously, there's been a lot of you can call it controversy out there surrounding him and, and the hate that we think is unfair. Um, so I, I like that you picked him as a standalone because I do think that he's his kind of own deal. But just the team in general and in playing healthy for the remainder of the year, um, I think it would give us a lot of uh, you know excitement going into the offseason and have a good idea of what this team could look like going into next year. Yeah, and uh, just my quick two cents on that. Uh, I, I'm excited to see obviously what this this current unit's been doing uh without bagley homes but also regarding uh bagley yeah he's our number two pick from last year's draft had a pretty solid rookie campaign uh for people to be writing him off already is uh lunatic or as ludicrous is the right word i was looking for sorry uh yeah i and but my concern is uh and we've talked about this off air i just want to see marvin bagley completely healthy i don't think they're going to rush him in any way if he's not 100 percent he's not going to be on that court. And so, uh, you know, the guys that have been doing it now are fine. And, and I think that, um, you know, let's just make sure he's a hundred percent when he gets back on the court. So. Cool. Well, I think that, uh, you're actually up. Oh, guys. I am so what's, up. what's your I thing apologize. you're looking forward to this season? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my, uh, and I'm going to go kind of like from least important to most important, but my first thing I'm going to start off with is, uh, regarding Jab- Jabari Parker. Um, I want to see him kind of get a fairer chance in the rotation, that second rotation. Obviously, like I said, this this uh, first and second unit that Luke Walton's thrown out there right now has been playing well. Uh, again, won nine of their last 13. So that probably has a big factor into why Jabari Parker hasn't been getting really any minutes. We're pretty sure he's, he's healthy. He's not on the uh, injury reports coming out prior to games. A uh, lot of DNPs, a lot of coach decision not to play. Uh, but this is a guy that's a immediate offensive threat once he gets on the floor. He's only making six and a half this year, has that player option for six and a half again next year. Um, so if he's not going to get much of a chance to rest the, this year, those last 25 games, probably not going to see him back next year. But I want to see him get a fair shot. Yeah, and I'll I'll touch on this because he th- I did have him on my list and I, I labeled it more as I like to see Jabari Parker continue his production that he puts out when healthy. He, you know, the the time he played before he came to Sacramento this year, 15 points a game. So to have a guy like that come off the bench and if he could if he could average like 13 a game and just like play, like you said, some chunks of minutes, um, that'd be really cool. And and, and um, I don't remember if you touched on this or not, but you know, I think he has an option on him to come to opt in or out going into next year. And I think, you know, like it it would be cool if he got a little taste of success here. One of the cool things about Sacramento is that if you come in um, and you have success, then um, the fans are going to love you. And, you know, that's, that's going to be, I think he'll like that. And I think that could help his decision to stay, you know, and um, what it would do, it was it was just add another element going into next year to where where, where fans could be excited um, about another player, you know. So yeah, I, I like that one. Yeah, we always say it too. We like uh, young athletic pieces, and Jabari Parker definitely fits that mold. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. get healthy, kid, and uh, come out and play. I mean, we want to see what he can do, man. And and the the one thing about Jabari Parker too is. You were saying, you know, 15 points a game before he came to sack. That's in very limited minutes. 
he only plays like low 20s a game. It's not like the guy's putting out 28 to 32 minutes a game, not even. Like there, I was looking back at a stat line and there were some games, 17 minutes, 17 points, you know? So uh, yeah, let, let's get him on the court. So my, uh, it's my turn again. So my, my next one uh, was De'Aaron Fox continuing to play at a high level and uh, what he's been doing these last, I picked up his last 18 games, 21.7 points a game. He's upped it to 19.9 for the season. So he's averaging almost 20 uh, points a game now on the season. He's been attacking as he always does. Uh, he's starting to get a little more confident shooting from the perimeter, obviously uh, on ball defender. He's incredible. And uh, just the one thing that he needs to do is just improve that really shitty free throw shooting. But De'Aaron Fox is a fucking dude. I'll say on this that, um, again, I'm getting, man, this is a tough game because we're getting, you know, we're getting swooped on. Um, but De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox, I think one thing looking forward to the most for me is that this guy has a chance to be, uh, to come out of the season as a, um, just a, a people, I, I guess the national opinion of him could be the best young point guard, um, in in the NBA because I think that he is and I would love to see him get that note notoriety you know and it, I think he's going to continue on the tear and I think it's gonna happen I think it's inevitable he's been killing it so I think that he will continue to dominate down the stretch and if the Kings make somewhat of a run um you know it, it'll be really a really exciting offseason for Kings fans knowing that they have you know potentially one of the best players in the NBA for the future on their roster yeah, uh, I mean, it's Darren Fox. I'm not really going to touch too much on that. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say this right now. Um, I got a little out of place with our little snake draft that we're doing right here, but I seem to found where we're at, so let's do it. We're good. Keep it rolling. Yeah, well, rolling. I think I'm up, yeah. I'm up Eric, next, right? Doug? Yeah, yeah it's Eric. Yes, Keep it Eric. I apologize. I should have uh, probably elaborated more, but we're good. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So why don't we do this, Doug? Then because it's we're moving fast and we're throwing like a lot of different points out. Um, I'm I'm up next, and I think Ryan goes next. Why don't you recap for everybody so we just kind of know where we're at with all the points? Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, Ryan started off talking about Bagley and his health, and we kind of uh, threw in Rashawn Holmes with that as well. We want to see everybody get healthy, um, and then I brought up Jabari Parker and his usage, and then obviously we we just uh, touched on De'Aaron Fox, so. Okay, so then that leads me to where where I'm at. I'm gonna um I'm gonna save one because I think Ryan's got a couple. I would like to hear what he says. So I'm gonna kind of pick, kind of one one off off topic, not off topic, just kind of out there a little bit. And one is clear front office direction, right? Um, it's no secret we talked about it on the the most recent podcast we did about the turmoil, so to speak, that was reported and uh, definitely a big. Probably the it definitely is going to be the biggest um, you know last two months these last two months the biggest biggest moments for this front office this could really make or break if they're going to be here this can make or break the direction the Kings take in the off season it's it's pretty big and it could impact it's going to impact what's going to happen the, over the next year or two there's a lot of decisions to be made there's players to be evaluated um, and so. I would say I would like to I would like to come out of this uh, season and down the stretch with players have having been evaluated. 
the front office having a clear direction so that as the Kings go into the offseason, um, there is a there is a plan in a direction. The one thing I don't want to see is them get to, to uh, the end of April and they were like, not sure, you know. And I think that if they're healthy and if they're if they're playing down the stretch, there should be some certainty. So clear front office direction is kind of one thing I w- I'm looking forward to clearing up, I guess, um, down the stretch. I'm glad you brought up front office direction. Um, it's going to kind of tie in um, player valuations, players making roles. It's going to tie into what I'm going to say next after this. But yes, front office direction, man, um, it's something Sacramento has really been looking for since the last time they made the playoffs. Um, consistency um an actual path of where they, where they want this franchise to be so yeah that that's a that's a great point man yeah my thoughts real quick on on the uh front office i think it's vital what happens what whatever the front office if it's if it's body still here obviously going into the off season because one it's not a very deep draft so Kings can have you know the like sixth or seventh pick. It's not. It's it's. Not, you guys can look at me like that. I don't know. Doug. It's not I, a very I dra- disagree. Dude. This draft is D. You are in the minority, my friends. D- I'm just oh saying. My. You think so? What do yes. you? Okay. <laughs> you we'll, reading, we'll talk man. about that another time. I think it's. I think it's like plus. <laughs> A, a lot of are there a lot of free agents available, especially nobody wants to come to sack anyway. So I'm just saying I, I'm with you. I think they better have a, a plan because obviously what we have right now on this roster is probably what we're going to have next year. I'm sure you guys can agree with that. All right. So I guess that next time we're going to Ryan, we're going to debate like w- this draft with Doug then, I guess. Huh? Yeah, well, I'm just going to point out real quick that they got uh, Cole Anthony is like slated as like the number nine or number 10 pick. And He's legit. So if, if Cole Anthony is going to be nine or ten, this draft's kind of deep. But anyways, is it my turn? Are we moving forward? If I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Go ahead. All right. Okay. So Eric just talked about front office path and you know player evaluations and stuff. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Okay. There's guys who possibly aren't going to be on this roster. All right. I'll list them off for you. Perry Giles. All right. Kent Bazemore. Alex Lynn. Bogdanovich, which I don't think Sacramento is going to let him walk. And possibly Parker if he denies if he denies his player option. Okay, I'm looking for who is going to step up. All right, and who is Sacramento going to bring back down the stretch? Who's going to play like they want to be here? All right, Kent Bazemore has played like he wants to be here. All right, uh, Harry Giles has played like he wants to be here, and that player option not not being picked up earlier on in the season. Uh, I we said it right when it happened. Big mistake. So I'm looking for one of those. I think five guys I just named off to step up and separate themselves from the pack and make Sacramento want to bring them back. In the beginning of the season, I think, you know, Alex Len wasn't here. Harry Giles, obviously they denied his option. They thought for sure Bogdanovich would be back. But now you have a guy like, um, you know, Kane Bazemore, who's played great since he's came over from Portland in January. And, uh, you know, going forward, I just want somebody to step up. Who, Who wants to be here, man? Honestly, who, you know, Eric, we want a clear direction from the from the front office. It starts with the players, man. You gotta you gotta go out there and, and put forth the effort, put and put forth um, you know, a, a good stretch of play and make them wanna bring you back. So what do you guys think? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go on a little tangent because you know I gotta do one per episode, guys. Okay. One or so, four. Um <laughs> Yeah, one or four. Okay. So I, I love it, man. I love it. I love that you didn't really like go in all on one or one player you just kind of put it out there for and you listed all the players well i could go you know? off for 30 and minutes think, if i wanted to but i you know for the and, sake and of that's the, what that's what i'm saying we can show. stay 
Yeah, we can save that, right, for for yeah, for in, yeah. uh, down the stretch. But um, the one of the cool things about playing in Sacramento, and I might have said it earlier, I'll, I'll reiterate the point, is that it, the cool thing about Sacramento is if you're kind of like that that role player, but can be can be good, can be productive. Like in other cities, you're just kind of that guy. But in Sacramento, give us dude, give us an example real quick. So, give give them an example because I know how you're going with this. I.e. Rashawn Holmes, yeah, I, Amon Shumpert, Rashawn Holmes, the Amon Shumpert last year. Yes, guys like that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Guys like that. And, um, if you if you come in here and you and in another place you're just productive and role player, but if you come in here and you play really hard and you and you play us whatever role you play, you do it well. Um, the, the fans will treat you like a superstar. Like where else is are you going to get that type of love, man? And that's kind of what's cool about being a Kings fan. It is. It's kind of cheesy and everything, but the small market loves that shit, man, and we love it. And and um. I'm, you know, I think there's a couple of guys who are going to totally get off on that, and it's exciting. Hey, Rashawn Holmes got MVP chance like in November this year, so just let <laughs> just to throw that out there as an example. So, hey, stroke the ego, hey, man. man. Okay, hey, whatever so, keeps um, players here, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm gonna throw one on here. That's uh, I, I know we've been up, and I and I'm liking what we're doing, but this one is gonna be kind of the the damper one. I think maybe not. Let's see. It is. Buddy Heald, the evaluation of Buddy Heald down the stretch. Um, without going into it too much, um, we had talked. I had talked a couple weeks ago, right when the trade deadline happened, that I kind of speculate that Buddy Heald may be out the door at some point. Just the way that contracts are shaping up, what the Kings could get back in return, and just kind of how they're using them, it, it, it seems like the Kings might be leaning into uh, moving him or something, and maybe him not being here. So. I think that down the stretch, I think now with with the um, with with Bogdanovich's potential uh, matching of his contract coming up, other guys to sign, um, I think the Kings are going to have to make a quick decision. So I would like to see them down the stretch. I would really, I really want to see Buddy Hill play well, um, and I like I like for the Kings to um, have that Buddy decision kind of solidified, so that this this whole like. Thing that's kind of a cloud over this second half of the season right now and the benching and then the potential signing and what's going to happen between you know bogey and buddy like i like that cleared up i don't want this to continue to linger you know i won't give my opinion on whether they should do one way or the other but you know that's 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 something i'm looking forward to is clearing it up and getting it over with yeah the, the whole buddy thing it's a sensitive topic because we are 100 if you listen to us we are big buddy healed supporters um Stole my thunder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's such. And I, I, the only way that I see Buddy leaving, honestly, is if Buddy causes waves. Like, obviously, like Sacramento, I don't think's not just gonna move him just for the sake to move him. Um, I think it would have to be Buddy, um, you know, requesting a trade or being unhappy with his role as a. You know, we talked about the Sam Amick and stuff, stuff that came out. But yeah, that's the only way we see I Buddy moving on. But yes, Buddy stud. We love the guy. We're always going to support him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is a, if you listen to Kang's cast, this is very much a pro Buddy Healed podcast. So, but yeah, what he's been doing off the bench recently uh, has been really good. He kind of struggled last night against Golden State, but got hot in the fourth quarter, started draining some long balls. Um, obviously, we think that he's a better fit in the long run, but. You know, we got to be realistic. It's like all the signs outside of our box are pointing towards they're going to do anything to keep Bogey around long term. So 
we kind of just have to accept it. Uh, but yeah, we love Buddy Healed. I, I, I was going to bring this up as well, just a real quick, like this isn't my topic, but I was going to say if the Kings started losing games, uh, the next, you know, five out of the next seven or whatever, I would have liked to see Buddy get back, thrown back in the starting lineup, but you know, whatever. Dude, maybe maybe that should be your next yeah. one, Doug. Like, because if you want to, if you're looking forward to seeing it. Well, I mean, that it was that was basically. I just I just wanted to see him. It, no, because I, I got a ton of them, so I'm going to move on. But but yeah, if if they were going to okay. start losing, I wanted to see him back in that starting lineup. Yeah, but I'll move on to um, my next one is uh, Harrison Barnes, or as Eric knows him as Harry Barnes. Uh, <laughs> that was funny a couple months ago. But uh, anyways, uh, you know he's playing really well right now. Uh, a lot of talk I saw on social media uh, was that like he really needed that all-star break and to get healthy. He was tired, um, whatever it's worked in the last, uh, you know, three games, he's averaging 22 a game. And in those three games, since the all-star break 12 of 22 from three point range. So uh, he's, he's just, he's been good. He's been good on defense as well. He's playing confident. And so, uh, you know, I, he's going to be playing a, a lot of minutes for Luke Walton uh, right now, especially it's working well with this unit. And so uh, I want to see Harrison Barnes continue to play at a high level the rest of the season. It's great. I, I, who, who doesn't who doesn't like Harrison Barnes, right? Like the guy plays hard. He cares. Um, you know, he, he's been kind of that cog all season that's been there producing. Right. Um, so. You know, I I like that one and Harrison Barnes, like maybe he'll get to shave, you know, <laughs> maybe he'll get to shave. Hey, you know, the good thing about Harrison Barnes is you pretty much know what you're going to get um, every single night, bare minimum from him, right? Your bare minimum, he's going to come out and give you like 14 and seven, right? He, he's going to play solid defense. He's going to hustle. He's going to do all the good things. It's those nights where he's recently been giving you 25, 28 you know, 15 real quick like he did last night or wherever it was. That's 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 where I really love Harry Sabards. That's where he's so valuable, man. And him being able to play the three, play the four, shoot the shoot from distance, you know, uh, handle the ball, do it all. Um, I yeah, love Harrison Barnes, man. Um, so are we rolling into this next one? Can I give my last one? Or are we? What are we doing? Uh, Ryan, go ahead, man. You roll on your yes. next one. We're just recapping real quick. We've done Bagley, Parker, Fox, front office path. Uh, who's coming back next year? Uh, Buddy Hield and Harrison Barnes. So, Ryan, go ahead. Okay, so um, we just talked about Buddy Hield. Uh, I'm looking forward to okay because I'm really looking forward to Bogdanovich the rest of this season, showing why he's not going to be worth that like 18, 19 mil that he's asking for, okay? That's something that I'm looking forward to because since he's been put in the starting lineup, his shooting percentage is down, his scoring average is down, all right? He's still playing the same amount of minutes. But to me, he's not playing defense, all right? we, we It's not what Bogdanovich does. He's kind of getting exposed, okay? I truly believe that Bogdan Bogdanovich is not a starting shooting guard in the NBA, Okay, and if you if you think I'm crazy, whatever, man. But if you're gonna sit here and tell me that Buddy Hield isn't a starting two guard and Bogdanovich is, you obviously do not watch you do not watch basketball. Okay, you don't. And for and Bogdanovich is not worth the 18 and 19 million that he people think he deserves, and that I think Vladi thinks he deserves. Okay, so I am really looking forward to him to continue to show these next 25 games that he's not worth that. Do I think Bogdanovich is a good player? Hell yes, I do. Okay, I think he's a very quality player in the NBA. He can shoot, he can dribble, but 
he's not worth the 18, 19 million. Okay. And I, I hope, I hope to God that these next 25 games that really gets shown before next year. And it's too late. Oh, I fucking love it. It wouldn't be an awesome Kings cast episode unless we were out here, you know, dropping that bogey stuff. <laughs> Dude, that's honestly really great. It's really great because, you know, how how many times have I been sending out during games, like first half of games, bogey, just extremely inefficient. One for One seven. For seven yep. three. <laughs> you, yeah, it's like, you know, it, 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 the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? And, and so I... If anything, too, it, you know what the Kings could get lucky, and then he only gets like a, a medium offer, right? And they only yeah. have to match something smaller. Yeah, but because we're on we're on board. What's what's the number? I think you're on. You guys are on board with them signing fourteen him tops, fifteen. Okay, I said fifteen. Okay, same about 15? that. Yeah, we're in the we're in the same ballpark. It's when you start getting to that like four year eighteen million, four year nineteen million. And I think somebody in the NBA is crazy enough to give him four year uh, twenty million. I think some a, a team in the NBA would definitely do that, and you know, for Sacramento to go offer that, that dude, no, he's not worth it, man. He's not. He's a very quality player, but Sacramento's got to think to the future, man. You're gonna have to resign Fox, and Fox is getting maxed out, 100% barring injury, dude. Darren Fox is getting a max deal. I truly believe in three years from now that Marvin Bagley, if he can get healthy, will get a max deal. You just paid Buddy. You just paid Harrison Barnes. You got younger guys like Rashawn Holmes um, who are going to come up. You're going to have to pay if you want to keep him. And he's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. All right. So I just don't really see where Bogdanovich fits in the equation. Yep. And we've been telling this all season. If if you if this, this is if this is your first time listening, you know, now you know. And if you've been listening, you know we've been saying it. And so there's no need to keep reiterating. I think it's a good point. And I I, I just hope that he does um you know that that whole situation gets cleared up for sure. Someone's got to be the odd man out. Yeah, I, I tweeted last night during the game, too, because he actually played pretty well, especially early on last night. But, he, dude, he's such a – I put the gif of a roller coaster because that's how I feel like when when I'm watching Bogdan yeah. Bogdanovich. He's just so up and down. One night he'll be 5-7 from downtown. Yeah. The next he's 1 of 13. And it's like, he's not dude, consistent I'm tired enough, of him. Dude. He's not consistent enough, and he hey, doesn't Doug, even play defense. So that, on top of that. Hey, I got a bone to pick with you, Doug. Um, bone. Are you you're, – you're, you're a gif guy? Not a GIF? Your GIF? Uh, the actual guy that created him came out and said it's pronounced GIF. So ever since I saw that, I've been saying Dude, fuck GIF. Fuck that guy. Yeah, screw that guy. Fuck What's that his guy. name? A- What's even his name? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably Bob Jifferson. <laughs> like when I think of GIF, I think of peanut butter. I don't know. Peanut butter. I knew you were going to say that. All right, you know what? Well, I'm like you guys. <laughs> I'm moving into my yeah, last right, topic. I'm going to move into my last topic, and then Eric's going to wrap it up. That's what we're going to do. So... Um, actually, towards the top of my list, it wasn't my number one, but it wasn't my number two is most important, is Harry Giles. And obviously, the, the big talk on social media, the Kings have been getting hammered for not picking up his uh, option next year, which was what? Was it 3.4 or something like that? Might even be really less. Low. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, his last six games, or no, I'm sorry, that's the wrong guy. His last seven. So he started seven out of the last nine games. points a game, 6.8 boards a game. But here's the thing, and here's why. Because I I like the per 36 stuff. He's only averaged 20.7 minutes a game in those, in those with those numbers. And I think it's obviously in large, uh, large part too. He averages four and a half 
personal fouls in those 20.7 minutes. So he's he's obviously like having to get benched because he fouls too much. If he could like tone that down, dude, Harry Giles could be scary. And he's just he's 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 you know, Carmichael Dave said it the other night. He's growing up right in front of our eyes. And I mean, that's maybe a little dramatic, but uh, he's he's been really good, man. Harry Giles has been really good. Hey, I look at the fouls as him just being aggressive. That that's 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 all I look at as. Hey, at least he's trying. At least he's not just letting guys Absolutely. go by him. You know, at least he's not letting guys go by him in the paint and dunk on him. I've yet to seen the guy really, you know, get posterized or really dominated. Um, he plays hard. He's just hella skinny, dude. So he's got to do what he's got to do. You got to be scrappy inside. You got to be scrappy. You got to reach. You got to reach, man. Do what you got to do, bro. You know, and it's, you you brought up the minutes thing. Um, uh, what was it? The Clippers game. He played. I he set like a career high in minutes, I believe. And look what happened. Look at the stats he put out, dude. He had a great game. He had that double double. So yeah, man, Harry Giles. Cool. I'm I'm loving it. You know, and it's good. And Harry Giles is one of those guys, right? That I that we talked about. That he he finally gets out. He finally um he finally he finally plays. He plays hard. And what are, what are, what are the fans doing right now? Going crazy. They love him. You know. And so um I hope the guy. I hope they find a way to keep the guy here and retain him because it would be real sad if a guy like that just walked out the door after all the years they spent rehabbing him and bringing him along, and he finally shows a little taste, and then he's gone. That would suck. Concur. Okay, so um, you guys want to wrap it up? Last one right here? I'm going to go for it. Finish this off, and then I will, uh, we'll give our thoughts on uh, what you got to say here. Okay, guys, I'm going to make this like the most super optimistic Kings cast episode ever. Um, all the homers out there are going to love it. <laughs> okay, the one thing that I'm looking forward to that um, – I should I'll rephrase it. The one thing I hope we could see, yeah, is that the Kings somehow maybe a uh, long shot make the playoffs. I mean, I don't I don't think it's going to happen and I I'm not going to bet my money on it, but you're telling me there's a chance and and I don't know. I feel like we have to put that out there just because they're still in it. Um and you know, if it did happen and they did make the run and they did get there Dude, everyone would go crazy. So, you know, I'll just I'll just put it out there looking like a homer and just be excited about it because it's possible. And I figured we just ended a little optimistic. What do you think? Well, I think you're high. Um where where's the old where's the old Eric at? Where's the Eric who's holding people accountable and calling how it is? All right. There this is the thing. Okay. Sacramento's a very good team. They dug themselves in a hole way too early by starting out 0-5 and, and then the crap run that they went in like December and January and all that. Uh, it's going to come down to this. All right, Memphis, I don't believe is going to make the playoffs, but it, it, Sacramento or New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to take New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I, you know what I mean? Like I'm betting on the Pelicans. This isn't a well, bet I'm thing. I'm, I'm here's, here. Well, let me defend myself. I'm just saying you, you came up here and said, I want, you know, I'm, I want to be optimistic and let make the Kings. Well, I'm here to tell you it ain't going to happen, bud. I'm here to tell you that New Orleans is a lot better than them. I'm here to tell you that they dug themselves in a hole. All right, let me hear your rebuttal. Let me yeah, hear your rebuttal. I'm, I'm not, it, dude. I'm not saying that they're going to. Like Doug even asked me before we went on. He's like, "Do you think they're going to make it?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't think they're going to make it." I, I said, "I said, what, who did I tell you, Doug?" Yeah, you're who making me you? sound optimistic. I can't wait to talk. Go ahead. No, I said, I said the Pelicans are better. I still, you know, I still think that the Trailblazers are better. Um, 
I don't think the Trailblazers you know. are better. I don't think I don't think Portland's better, but especially with da- even... Damian Lillard. Okay, Damian well, Lillard's hurt right now too. No. Either way, it's I didn't say it's going to happen, or I think I wouldn't even bet my money. I just feel like um, with the way the season's gone, for them to only be like four games out of that spot. You know, at some point, guys, I feel like we do have to kind of root for something, right? We still have to root for it. It doesn't mean that we're like, we're, but we are fans. And would, and I'm just putting it hypothetically. What if they went on a, how crazy would, it would be crazy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you realize we talked about the same exact thing last year. We're at this point of the year, we're like, hey, it can be crazy, guys. We're only four games out. And then we had the worst March in the history of March is... All right. And you talk about you we're fans. And we want to root for something. How about we root for one of the 50 topics that we just rolled off tonight? All right. Don't give me that freaking feel good fan crap, dude. You Matt George over here. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to give you. Oh. Uh, OK, my turn. I'm going to give you four <laughs> numbers. OK, two, zero, zero, six. That's the last fucking time the Kings made the playoffs. So when they make it, that's when I'll believe, okay? The Pelicans are going to get the eighth seed. I've been saying that for a couple weeks now. And you know what? There's no fucking way the Kings are going to make it because they're the Sacramento Kings. That's why. And that's all I got to say on that. So are you guys good with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. good. Well, but I, guess, I guess you guys just... I'm good, but the dramatic two zero zero six I could have done without. But let's wrap this up, guys. Get over it. That's how I wanted to do it. <laughs> hey, so anyways, yeah, we, we wanted to do something a little different this week. Um... Hey, uh, also, big congrats to uh, our guy Trevor, who uh, won our ticket giveaway. So have fun at the game next week against the Wizards. Um, big shout-out. Yeah, big shout-out to our uh, sponsor, Ziggy's Smoke Shop. Follow them on Instagram at Shop 209 I'm, We're going to take some pictures, too, when we get our, when our, our stuff in regarding Ziggy's, and we'll post that on there. We really appreciate them helping us out. And so, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that. And so, again... Follow us on all our social media. You're going to hear that after this. Let's uh, let's get out here, and we can't uh, wait for our next podcast. So, for Kangscast, Fresh, Eric, Ryan, go Kangs. 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 Thanks for listening to the Kangscast podcast. Make sure to subscribe and be notified for our next episode. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kingscast, like on Facebook, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.